Hi, this is Justin. I can't get to the phone right now, but if you leave me a message, I'll get back as soon as I can. Thanks. At the tone, please record your message. When you have finished recording, you may hang up or press 1 for more options. Alrighty, folks. Guess who's back? Back again. It's definitely not Slim Shady, but this is a terrible intro. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of the Voicemail for the Soul podcast. As always, it's been a hot minute because it's just been tough trying to keep up with life. But currently in a season of unemployment, um, which I will do another episode about soon since I have more time on my hands. But yeah, I'm glad to be back in the space for those of you who are tuning in. Hope you're doing well. Um, yeah, happy to have you here. <laughs> um, so bath time and tired horses, you might be thinking as to why the F <laughs> is this episode labeled that way? So it's going to be a twofold, two-part to this um, episode, which I thought of, I think, a couple weeks back, but I just never saw it to fruition, but here I am. So bath time. This was a couple weeks ago. Um, as a little context, I currently live with my brother. And his family, which is his wife and their son, a.k.a. my little nephew, who is two going on to three years old um, in June. Wow, they grow up so fast. And normally his routine is the back half of his routine is he does dinner. And then after dinner, um, he has a bath he has bath time and then after bath time um they have his little nighttime ritual which is you know he'll play for a little bit maybe burn some energy um they'll try to read him a story and then they have to put him down so you know parenthood can become pretty monotonous in some of the the rhythms and the rituals that you have to do and um my brother usually is the one that gives him the bath um after dinner and most of the time i think earlier on when he was younger um he like had to be directly supervised during bath time because you know he's young he might slip um and so on and so forth so my brother would usually go into the bathtub with him to help him wash and to play with them and things like that at least from which i remember last year um, because we were living together then as well um we've been living together for almost two years now and i think it slowly progressed as he obviously got older and was able to play a bit more independently and um my brother would just he didn't, you know, have to keep going in the bath with him, but he'd, you know, just either be sitting, you know, by the tub or um, at the bath and in the bathroom or by the bathroom. And it slowly evolved into just Elijah playing by himself in the bathtub. 
and then my brother would kind of just chill, um, you know, just hang out, you know, just be on his phone, and <laughs> this is nothing against my brother, but it's fair, right, there's something, a routine and rhythm like that, and, you know, my nephew's becoming a bit more autonomous, and so my brother doesn't have to worry too much, but, um, yeah, it's, it's, I don't know, I guess I kind of realized that, oh, like, you know, my nephew just plays by himself, and my brother kind of just watches him slash does his own thing, but just wait till he's done, and then he takes him out, and because that had become the normal rhythm, um, one night in particular, John, my brother, decided um, to go in the bath with him, and he was like, oh, like, I'm gonna take a bath with him, and I remember I heard this, and I was for some reason just surprised i was like oh well you normally don't do that um but i was like cool and at the time i was just doing the dishes and then uh while i was doing the dishes i just heard loud noises from the bathroom right elijah splashing and he was doing something my brother was making some funny noise and elijah was laughing elijah is my nephew and it just happened over and over again. Elijah would do something and my brother would make this funny noise and Elijah would keep laughing and laughing and laughing. And so me, curious as to what was going on and causing such a commotion, I decided to stop doing the dishes and I walked over to the bathroom. And um, basically, <laughs> Elijah had this cup and he was picking up the water in the cup and then pouring it over my brother's head and then my brother would kind of just make a silly noise and like a silly reaction to that and then elijah would just you know laugh and giggle and found it really funny and to those of you who might be listening you're like why does that matter <laughs> um but for some reason that moment um just like hit me you know, and I actually got kind of emotional, <laughs> and, you know, I went back to doing the dishes, you know, I was, I was watching them, and I kind of just smiled, and went back to doing the dishes, and, you know, they kept playing, and then I came back, and I don't know, I kind of just stood there, and I just witnessed them playing, and just having um, some father-son time, and there was something about that moment that was just kind of moving for me which is why i wanted to share it on the podcast but obviously i also have to think about why was this moving to me and why is this significant and why would i share this um why i don't know because i felt like it <laughs> um but in terms of <coughs> excuse me um i don't know i think it just made me realize like witnessing that um because at that point you know the the trend had become that Elijah would just play with himself in the bath and then John would kind of just sit on the side and just do his own thing on the phone until he was done but to see him to see him kind of take that time to just you know take the bath and to partake in the ritual and to um yeah just to be present with Elijah for some reason was very moving for me and I think it just reminded me of a very simple concept of like the importance of presence right and i think this can apply to anyone at any age at any interaction whether it's um you know a father to a son or a friend to a friend or you know um to your spouse or to your parents um 
in an age where it's so easy to be distracted, especially on the phone or just to have a million things going through your mind, um, it can be very easy to overlook um, those simple moments, whether it's something as quote unquote mundane as, you know, sharing a meal or um you know giving a bath or you know it's just it's easy to kind of go through the 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 normal pleasantries of hey how you doing like good how are you and going through the motions basically but it was just nice to see that my brother had taken the time to just hang out with elijah and to be fully present with him um and I think it was interesting just because seeing my brother goof off in that way, um, this just reminded me of, of him actually when he was younger. Because when my my brother was younger, yeah, it just reminded me of like home videos of like him being very goofy and silly. And then to see him act like that um, with Elijah in the bathtub just kind of brought me back to that moment. And so got me a little sentimental. Um kind of you know made me happy for elijah that he could have that time also just made me really proud of my brother that he you know maybe just spur the moment i don't know maybe it was very intentional maybe it wasn't but just proud and glad that he took the time to do that and i think it just also reminded me i don't know made me feel like oh like weirdly enough i think it kind of gave me a craving and a desire for that kind of like simple attention and affection i guess and i think in the way that john was giving him attention and affection and um it seemed so simple but yet so wholesome <laughs> at the same time and it made me think of my childhood and it made me wonder like oh like i wonder if my parents did that for me and i'm sure they did but i think just with my history i think it's always it's easy to overwrite my childhood with more of the harder moments or the negative moments where i feel like my parents were not that present in my life and i know that sounds kind of harsh on them and i don't want to discredit them or say that oh like they were absent parents i mean they were there they were definitely there for me and times that i remember and times that i'm sure i don't because i was too young but unfortunately i think i um, unfortunately over wrote over all those kind of moments and kind of have a negative connotation about my childhood which I'm you know as I've grown up I've tried to reconcile and take the time to really um, dig through those past childhood experiences and moments to recognize and acknowledge that they were present that they were there and they kind of like rewrite that narrative in my mind that rewrite that negative um narrative in my mind but um yeah it just kind of made me think about my childhood and just you know the simplicity of of having that attention and affection and in that sense it also just made me have a craving and desire for that simplicity um now at this age of 25 <laughs> um and of course i'm not asking for anyone to hop in a bath with me <laughs> um because obviously it's kind of old for that but i don't know yeah just made me realize that oh like those simple things in life um where we can share moments with people and have genuine moments of um just sharing attention and giving affection and 
being fully present i realize is so valuable and to witness it in such a simple way um as you know in a bath time between a father and a son it just yeah reminded me of that kind of craving or that desire i think not just i'm sure not only that i have but many people have in their lives to have those kind of moments with the people that they love or just to have those kind of moments with people in general um so yeah that was the bath time portion <laughs> and then the tired horses portion and so this uh alludes to the tv show peaky blinders um oh, what a great great show um they the last the final season season six um had its finale around the beginning of april i believe and i think it was that same night that i had witnessed the bath time um but later that night i'd, I'd watched the season finale of the peaky blinders and I like debated on how I should share this because I also don't want to spoil <laughs> the ending. Um, so this is, I don't know, what's the best way to do this? And, okay, yeah, I'll, okay, I'll try to do this without spoilers, but basically the season comes to an end um, where uh, the main character, oh, this is hard. <laughs> Um, but basically the, the character kind of has this coming to God, coming of age, coming to God moment, and things are kind of coming to an end. And, um, the last scene goes by the song It's called tired horses. And it's originally written by Bob Dylan, but the rendition is done. Um, and it's, it fits perfectly to, I think this, that scene and the show and what it stands for, um, and if you want to understand that, you should definitely watch the show. 10 out of 10 to recommend. But basically, the line goes, all the tired horses in the sun. How am I supposed to get any riding done? And I think it it matches very well with that climax of the season and that scene where things have finally come to an end um, after episodes and episodes and hours and hours and seasons and seasons and at least in the show years and years of of striving and pursuing and the the character is known to be very ambitious and literally you know embodying the drake song started from the bottom <laughs> and he is now here here being way 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 beyond his very humble very humble roots um but it seems like they're trying to portray it as like he's kind of faced with this dilemma of he's been striving relentlessly um, and tirelessly. But after all this time, it's it's really come at a cost, um, a cost to himself, a cost to the people and loved on, loved ones around him and his great ambition to, you know, to be the best and to get to the top is kind of finally reaching its end. Um and i won't spoil the ending um but ultimately he's kind of it's the, the ending is left relative relatively ambiguously in terms of what he decides to do with this ending how you know if he has a chance to kind of walk away from everything um or to kind of go back to the grind or maybe even start um completely new but that's just how it ends that he had i don't know there's no like 
um, narration or anything. This is all just like music and just all scenery and like all nonverbal stuff. But I remember I finished watching it and I just felt very lost. <laughs> um, I normally get very, very immersed in these kind of stories. And maybe it was the immersion in terms of just like being so invested and immersed in that world and that story. Um, I remember I finished that episode and I was like, man, there's part of me. I was like, holy crap. Like I just felt very lost in first spin. I think because, you know, the, the series is finally over and I was sad that it was done. But at the same time, I think it kind of also begged a question within my own life. Um, and maybe it has to do with like, you know, I, I currently am finishing another chapter in my life in terms of, um, professionally, but I think that professional, job and that coming to an end tied to a lot of different things in terms of lifestyle and life you know lifestyle and life routine and things like that um yeah like at the end of the day like what am i striving for in my life like what are my ambitions and like what am i really doing what do i stand for what do i strive for what is important to me what is purposeful to me and to what ends am i trying to achieve these things because in the show you know, a lot of those things that he's striving for comes at a very heavy, heavy, heavy cost. Um, and I think we enjoy watching these things because obviously they're much more dra dramatized version of things. But I think it still captures these essential life questions. I mean, like, what do we strive for and what do we stand for in our lives? And what happens, you know, when the curtain closes, whether it's metaphorically or quite literally in terms of life and death. But what happens when curtains close? Because I'm sure, you know, there's we can say there's minor curtains and major curtains. Um, and it, at least for me in my life right now, a minor, relatively minor, minor, but still significant curtain has closed. Um, and yeah, just like made me think about this aspect of you know we what we you know what we call the grind of you know working and striving whether it's professionally or personally or whatever that we do um that grind that we subject ourselves to and how exhausting that grind can be how exhilarating that grind can be um but at the end of the day like to what end right and i think they asked this question a lot in the series where you know it starts as you know starts in the series as these people from a very you know from uh from the dump kind you know rising up to the ranks and and really becoming renowned um in their family name and their reputation um but to to what end right to what purpose and extent and then just questioning that in my own life right like what what am i striving for um, and I think those kind of maybe, I don't know, would be considered as a very existential question. Um, but it can be very unsettling. And so I think that is also kind of gave me that feeling of feeling very discombobulated and kind of lost and making me question, I think, my own life and my own ambitions and my own purpose and meaning. And I think it made me realize that, I don't know, maybe that there's a tendency to sometimes just live it's easy to i think get caught up either stagnant or to get complacent in our pursuits um in terms of just like oh we like what do we live like do i don't know like 
do we think about that a lot? Do you think about that a lot in terms of what is your life goal, your life purpose? Um, what are you ultimately striving for? And maybe, you know, this is where like, oh, what's your, you know, one year plan or five year plan or 10 year plan or 20 year plan? Um, and maybe some people say, oh, like, don't worry about too much. Just take it day by day. Just live for the moment. And other people are, you know, plan crazy in advance. But I think it's just one of those questions that maybe now in our now in in today's time that I don't know, do people really ask themselves that a lot um, or relatively frequently? And so, yeah, I don't know. I think it was a good way to kind of stir the pot for me and um, something that I wanted to encourage for others as well. And I think in this time of unemployment, I think it's perfect for me to really think about that more as I have the time to, you know, pull back, step away from the grind. And I'm forced to kind of sit with, I'm forced to sit with time <laughs> and and space that I have in excess right now. And I think it's easy to distract myself or to fill the time with um, insignificant or just what, you know, trying to find ways to pass the time or distract myself or to do unproductive things. And some people would say, oh, like, well, do you have to be productive? And I jokingly say, um, oh, like, well, how do I be productively unproductive? <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, it's something I think in this season of unemployment that I want to ask myself in terms of, oh, you know, what am I really doing? Like, what are my goals and what are my ambitions and what am I striving for and what do I stand for um, in my life and in this, whether it's in this season or in my lifetime? Um, and yeah, I will leave you with that question to end this episode. And so thank you as always for listening to my rambling and going in circles and weird directions. Um, I appreciate, of course, always, um, for those of you who take the time to listen and as always, if anyone wants to hop on here, I'm always open to having a guest, um, would love to have people on board and, We'll definitely be pumping out a few more episodes during this unemployment season. Um, but until then, please take care of yourself. It's getting warmer out here. And so hope you're getting some time in the sun to get that vitamin D. And until next time, take care.